Welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia. I am your host, Ryan Black, and I am joined by my co-host, Joshua Taylor, and we are back, and we are playing with power. Josh, it's been a while. How you been? Has been a little while. I've been all right. Um, we got back from vacation there about, uh, shoot, it's been a week and a half ago now. So Jealous. I have I saw those pictures busy. from yeah. Disney. So jealous. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely, I've, I've got a problem <laughs> with trying to return there as often as humanly possible. Yeah, your problem is you're not there right now. <laughs> yeah, it, it truly, truly is. <laughs> All right, well, before we give any spoilers for the next section, let's go ahead and get into it. What we are Radical Rexing about. Okay, Josh, kick us off. Tell us how your trip was and other things that are just, like, you're just loving right now in your life. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, of course, it was great. I always love going there to Walt Disney World. It is almost a sort of a home away from home for me. Wasn't able to go there for a while. And then we've sort of made it work uh, in the past few years on and off. Um, I'm not going to say it's always the most responsible decisions, but we do it anyway. Uh, but no, we're, we've made a lot of good memories again. And this time we went with the three of us and our yeah, friends, Zach really cool. and Casey. Uh, so, so, yeah, it was a group of a group of five of us this time. Um yeah, we, we hit it hard. Like We're there from open to close. We stayed at the Boardwalk Resort, um, kind of split it all up together, and uh, just had a really great time. Awesome. All kinds of stuff to talk about on that one. I could go on that forever. So, <laughs> Did any of you do any pin trading? Um, well, me and Danielle, we do actually like collect pins. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of times we'll do it for like our favorite rides or um, uh, the resorts we stay at, or like I've got the mm -hmm. France one and the... The Germany one from Epcot after I'd went there and all that sort of thing. But we don't really trade any. Like we just sort of get the sure. ones that are important to us. I don't. We don't really have any that yeah. we want to trade, so to speak. Yeah. We, we might eventually do that, but we just haven't really haven't really got into that side of it. Sure, it's expensive, so <laughs> totally got yeah. it. Um, but yeah, um, there was um, there was a lot of time there where like. We were trying to get together for an episode and like with you gone like just like nobody said anything and it was hard just to get a time like i was trying to hang out with jacob and it's like it kept getting pushed back like okay we've got saturday planned and it got to that the day before and i was like hey jacob we still hanging out he's like nope too busy i'm like dang it so uh, we weren't even able to get together like one-on-one -on -one and hang out let alone you know get together for a right. podcast so uh it's been it's been tough, but I'm glad that we're able to do this tonight. Um, I know we're a little late um, talking about direct stuff, but we got a lot of nostalgia packed into this direct and a lot to talk about. Um, but before we get into that, I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about my um, what I've been radical rexing about. If you're done, unless you have something else you'd like to add. Oh, I, I will say, well, I guess this is kind of has something to do with the direct, so I won't, I won't say too much. <laughs> I was going to say it. currently I mean, what, what I've been playing on and off. Um, Honestly, I've just been stuck on the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. Mm -hmm. uh, I've popped around on a bunch of them. When you drop that many in my lap at once, even if I've replayed some of them many times over, I, I can't decide where to start, so I end up bouncing mm -hmm. around. <laughs> um, but of course, I had to start with Mario Land 2, because that's one of my favorite Game Boy games ever. Same. Um, I love that game, and, and it's easy to get through. Like, I've done it a lot of times. Yeah. It's not very long, so it's just a nice, easy time to get through. And I've been... Probably the one I've spent the most time on so far is Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, Saga which mm -hmm. somehow I've never beaten despite playing it a few times. So this time I'm beating it. Yeah, awesome. I played the second one and beat that one, but I never played the first one. Yeah. So I need to go go and play that one. Um, yep. That's all. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, as far as what I've been Radical Rexing about, um, you know, uh, this is the week that Tales of Symphonia drops. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I hear it's not getting great reviews, but I'm, it's not going to deter me from getting this game and enjoying it because it's, you know, it was, it's one of my on my rotation for playing at least once a year. Um, I'll do like Final Fantasy VIII or Tales of Symphonia or Crystal Chronicles or, you know, Ocarina of Time. Like I, I'll, I'll mix it up and like, you know, of course I play Super Metroid. 
a bunch of times in a year. But um, those are kind of ones that I have, like, a longer story game that I'll play through. And uh, so I'm glad to finally get that on the Switch. Like, basically, all of my favorite games are now on the Switch. Um, I don't need to have any other system. <laughs> I mean, you know, Crystal Chronicles wasn't a great uh, port, but you got the basic game. You could play it, and it was fine. You can play it by yourself, and, and it was passable. So, um, so yeah, I, I can say that the Switch is a win for that. So I'm radical excited about the Switch, just all of the huge library that it has on it for all of my favorite games on there. And, and other games that, like, I played in, in my past for nostalgia's sake, like, um, I haven't picked it up yet, but I really want to get that Monster Hunter game. Um, not Monster Hunter, Monster Rancher game. Um, and Because I had a lot of uh, nostalgia for that. And apparently they have loaded a lot of music CDs um, that you can just basically load in. You, you have a catalog to pick from, from modern stuff all the way back. And that'll, uh, you know, import monsters into your game. Um, so it's kind of a cool mechanic. They have a library built out instead of having to stick a CD in, because you can't really do that with the Switch. But. Um, and then I have been playing... Um, Switching between Game Boy uh, Color and Game Boy Advance games. Um, I started Wario Land 3 for the first time. I've never played a Wario Land game other than Virtual Boy Wario. Um, That's a weird one. I mean, not bad. um, It's just a weird one to start with. (laughs) Yeah, I really like that one a lot. And so, like, playing this one, it's really creative. I really like all the the Metroidvania, but it's definitely a different take. And it's something that I'd like to see Nintendo try to do again. But I want it to be in the right hands when they do it because... Um, some of those so puzzles are really obscure uh, to figure out, and and you're you're basically invincible. But you know because you get hit, you can do things. Um, you know get past certain obstacles and things when you when you're like turned to ice or something or rolled into a ball. And so it's kind of fun to, to get that. And you've got different control styles when you're in under the influence of an attack. Uh, so it's kind of cool. Uh, element and we've been I'm having a lot of fun with that I think we've both been playing it we're around the same area um tonight I think I pulled ahead a little bit further than Josh but um you know I did start with that with that Mario 2 and finished that one up and then I moved on into the Warrior Land and then um off and on I've been hopping into Minish Cap and I might just beat the beat the first um I guess temple if you will um, the first area, right when you first meet the Minish or the uh, the Pickery or however you want to say that. Um, and uh, really enjoying that game. Um, I tried it on 3DS and I ended up falling off of it. I didn't stick with it. Um, I think I had, I was trying to do that and Link Between Worlds and I was getting nowhere in either of them because I wasn't able to dedicate enough time. So I'm kind of focusing on doing the Minish Cap stuff and... Uh, and I really, really enjoy that game a lot. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite Zelda games. So I'm really happy to see that, you know, that's accessible to everybody. And um, and I'll talk about a bit about something that I'm radical excited about, an announcement that they made in the Direct that, like, I think it's probably my favorite announcement of the whole Direct, which is silly, but um, but I'll get into that in the main topic. Um, as far as other than that, um, see, finally got moved back into my room. Um, it's been about three to four years that we've not been in our bedroom in my house. Um, there was a time where Draco got really sick and we were ended up downstairs because Draco couldn't do any stairs going upstairs. So um, we were down here in our second parlor. Uh, we had a bed in there and we just put a curtain up and separated the rest of the house from that. And that was our bedroom for the longest time. Um, and then um, Draco was able to get some feeds um, going, some tube feeding, and was able to get the strength to, to be able to scoot up the stairs. And so by that time, the cats had taken over our bedroom. And so, you know, it was just basically a cat room and, and we're not the most consistent with, with cleaning the cat boxes. So it wasn't the greatest, um, you know, it wasn't definitely wasn't something someone who has allergies could, could go in there safely uh, for long periods of time. So we couldn't have made it a bedroom at the time. So what we did end up doing was sleeping in our library for a couple of years. And um, so I finally... Um, we started the project to reclaim our room this year. This is 2023 is the year of reclamation. Like we're going to reclaim and, and rebuild. And so, um, you know, the, the past few weeks I've been, you know, scrubbing with, with a, a fine brush and going over it with Swiffer and vinegar and scrubbing all the walls and cleaning up and removing all the furniture and just like basically gutting the whole room and um, making sure everything's super clean. And uh, we were able to move in uh, a couple nights ago, finally, after all that time. You know, we got, we got a couple of things from Ikea, some new furniture, and we've got a new vision for the room for theming. So it's uh, it's really cool to finally be back in there and you know, be back in your own bed, essentially, um, and in your own bedroom. So 
it's definitely a win for me, and I'm radical reckoned about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that brings us to the end of the radical rexing segment and on into the topic. So today we're going to talk about the direct, the nostalgia that they brought to us, uh, bringing a lot of classics back, um, a lot of uh, new teas- teasers, uh, Shadow Drop, and uh, some tantalizing demos. So let's go ahead and get into it. Okay, Josh. So you've got a list pulled up. I've got a, a list that has some highlights in it um, pulled up. So let's go ahead and start at the top. We're not going to necessarily do this in any particular order, but I think it's it's you know doing doing it justice so we don't forget it. Uh, highlighting the first one that they showed, which was Pikmin. <laughs> so Pikmin Four is something I've been very on the fence on. If I want to actually pick this one up, um, I was. Cautiously optimistic. Um, I hated three. Um, I it just never kept my attention, and the fact that it didn't have actual items, it was all fruit that you had to collect. Um, I hated that. I, I loved the quirky names and things that they gave to real life items that they found in, in the other games, and I felt like that was a huge miss um, for what I enjoy about Pikmin. Um, with collecting things and, and hearing how they thought to name it or call it, you know, it, it's like a little little mermaid thing where you know they get a fork, she gets a fork and she calls it a dingle hopper, like and gives like a weird description of it or something. Like that's that that's charming for me, and that's kind of one of the big lure allures uh, for the series for me. And so when I saw that they they were picking up that those binoculars in, in the the trailer that they showed, I'm like, okay, I, I am I am I am definitely gonna be in on this one. And then I saw Ice Pikmin. I love ice everything. Um, you know, Articuno is being my favorite. I love like ice levels in Pokemon where you skate around, and I-, I love the ice themes. So I'm really excited to see that there's an ice Pikmin, and then also um, introduce a new character. Uh, Josh, do you want to d- describe or talk about this uh, new new companion? <laughs> oh yeah. Before I forget, I was gonna say with, with the with Pikmin three, they they actually do show like the fruits. They give them little like names. I'm trying to remember some of them. I just played through it again last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but but they give them fun little names like the lemon. I think is like the face squincher or squelcher or something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. there's still the neat little names though. I do kind of agree with you. Like the items were a little more interesting. Um, like in two and things like two's probably my least favorite of the group so far. But I do like the items in it. I, it. I I just I remember it being a little more difficult for me mm-hmm. at the time. It's been years anyway. With with Pikmin four, um, which I am very excited about. Uh, I think the biggest thing they sort of showcased was the new character. Oh, I'm going to say this may be wrong, but it's Ochi, the dog-looking creature. <laughs> um, or as my daughter called it, a, pu- a pupman. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that, that's pretty good. I don't think they said that in the direct. I'm pretty sure she made that up on her own. I, I, I like that. He, he's a pupman because he kind of looks like a Pikmin. Um, uh-huh. but no, he's very poochy-like from what I can yeah. tell. Yeah, um, he kind of reminded me of just like a bulbor, but like a puppy or something. So that's what I thought at yeah. first when I saw that, and I was like, well, maybe they're nicer when they're puppies. And but then I realized like bulbor isn't really a dog necessarily, one. so uh, it's kind of its own thing. But uh, they're definitely yeah. going for the uh, you know the cat Mario cute factor, um, you yeah. know the the yarn poochie and like. They're really going for that, and Polter Pup, like they're really going for Polter that, Pup, that cuteness yeah. factor, and and you know a lot of people, it, it got a lot of people like, yeah, I I, I want to play it because of that now, so I definitely think they, that that's a big win for for people wanting to play that game, and uh, I really enjoyed two a lot. Um, I didn't like one at all. I didn't like the time limit. It was frustrating to me. Um, really frustrating. Um, I don't like those where you like. You run out of time, then you have to start all the way back at the beginning again. There's no real progression. I don't like the roguelike. Um, I like more roguelite. Uh, but, you know, it's really cool to see that, you know, there's some really cool features to bring into this game. Like, I like the Ice Pikmin freezing water. Um, and I like that they're continuing the series, putting new things in, but also it's a beautiful game. So I'm kind of curious that a little teaser at the end that shows... The uh the bulb orb going 
uh, mad as the night hit, like a oh, yeah. blood moon or something. <laughs> so I'm kind of curious what they do with that. If there's going to be like a survival mode at night, it'd be kind of cool. If there's like a tower defense mechanic to it. Um, but... One thing that caught my eye in the trailer um, that I don't think they've really shown in the other games is like there's mm-hmm. like a full house in the background. Like, you know, like a big human-sized yeah. house. Yeah, you're wandering through a I garden. I found that interesting. At one point. Um, so you've got more human elements. Um, it almost makes me wonder if it's like it's uh, Miyamoto's like old house or something, you know, when he, he walked that around would be in awesome the garden that, and, yeah. and imagine that. That would be cool if there's a nod to that. You can, like, go around in his childhood home or something. That <laughs> would be so cool. <laughs> uh, not knowing exactly what where you know Miyamoto came from right. or what house he had growing up. But, you know, that's what I imagine. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, I don't know. I always go back whenever I think of Miyamoto's uh, childhood home. Like I always go back to like my neighbor Totoro and the house that they had there. Like I always think of that. <laughs> so... I was kind of thinking the same thing, honestly. Like, yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think we've we've covered Pikmin pretty well. Um, it's a game that I'm definitely interested in this time around. I'm definitely gonna be happy about having you know being able to play with friends. Um, that's definitely something that was fun to do in two. Um, oh, and, you know, like I, I tried a couple times to pick up three and just never really stuck with it. Like, I didn't get to the point where I got all the everybody together. Um, I think I had three people, two to three people in my team, but didn't ever get that third one. So I didn't play much at all, really. So I just uh, I've played through three a few times on the Wii U and the Switch. And I had a friend over last weekend, Casey, and we sat down basically all night and part of the morning and played through like ultra spicy mode, like the hardest mm-hmm. mode of it. And that mm-hmm. game was like, I feel like I don't think it started with it. If I remember right on the Wii U, but that game is like made for co-op. Like it works so well. Yeah. Um, with people doing different things. So I really hope they have that in four. Yeah. Uh, um, I will, I've been dabbling a bit with um, playing uh, Triforce Heroes on the 3DS um, solo, and it's doable, um, but you have to stop, and you have to switch, and you have to do, like, a bunch of, like, extra steps that take more time, and I can see how it's definitely going to be more valuable to have friends doing that, and so, like, definitely the same thing's going to be going to be that feeling for, you know, Pikmin 4, or having yeah. more people in, with you is going to make things a lot easier with timing things, and things take go a lot faster um, and doing yeah. the teamwork thing, um, so I'm looking forward to, to, to that experience, you know, playing online with people, and because you didn't really have that in Pikmin 2, necessarily. Um, you'd have to play locally with people. So it'd be, it'd be cool to have that element. Um, I just never, I, you know, I was really late coming, getting to the party with Pikmin 3. I got it for free. And usually if I get a game for free, I don't end up playing it. Yeah. Like, in general, like, for some reason, like, that's just a thing. Like, I got, I mean, I've gotten several copies. Like, I got, um, what was that? The, um escaping me the platinum games game that came out for switch wonderful uh, 101 maybe no no um the uh other one the, cy- the, the oh. cyber why is it well now, me? now i can't think of it <laughs> uh, oh crap i can't think of the name of it i didn't play it it anyway, looked interesting but i never played it the future cop game uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me the name of it but yeah i got that one for free and i still haven't played it like it's on my backlist i want to play it it's just i got it for free and for some reason like when i get something for free like that it doesn't grab me like but yet i'll go and play virtual console for free like or the switch online stuff for free no problem right. so i don't know what my hang up is console. um but <laughs> but yeah i've gotten a few free games and i just don't end up playing them and that was the same case with with the pikmin 3 and um i'd never i was like well i didn't play it on wii u so why would i pick it up for switch and so i never astral did. chain astral chain thank you yeah yeah um i played i think it was the demo or something of it and that was that was all i've done I didn't actually pick up the game and, and boot it up and play it, and I got Skyrim for free and a couple others. So, um, yeah, I just didn't, don't end up playing my free games for some reason. So I'm, I don't know, maybe if, maybe there's more of an allure for me to purchase something. I'm more invested in it, I guess, like a literal. But yeah. So uh, moving on from Pikmin, um, what was the next like I guess noteworthy thing to bring up? You you don't have to like bring up every single little game that they announced, but um for for me i feel like my highlights are a little different than maybe some others um yeah so one one i want to call out that i will say looks they didn't show much and it didn't look the most like exciting 
but I'm, I want to see what it is just because of the, the IP. Because <laughs> there is a Tron game in there. Yeah. But I, I can't tell if it's like a just a narrative, like a story-driven one or what it was. Um, I, def, I want to see more of that. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I guess there's not really a whole lot to say about it just yet. I'd be curious to know the story, but the gameplay wasn't really anything that was shown to grab me. And it's yeah, mostly just much. narrative driven for sure. We'll see. Um, we'll see what that is. I wonder if it was like a choose your own adventure, which I don't like those as much because there isn't really a canon story being told. Like it's just whatever you decide. But hopefully there's right. some some cohesiveness to it. Um and, and that's a really cool like universe. I like the Tron universe. I was beyond ecstatic when I found out that like, you know, that Kingdom Hearts was going into that world. Um, right. Super cool to see that, and um, I, I like the remake or the not the remake, the sequel, the movie that they did you know, a few years back. Oh, gosh, I'm sure that was longer than I thought it was back, but um, you know, I enjoyed the original. I actually had the original on my uh, UMD for my PSP, and I would watch that a lot. So I definitely am a big Tron fan um, from that. Not well, I guess big. I guess it'll be little. I'm not like super like into all the lore and stuff in the background, but. Um, I definitely enjoy Tron and the aesthetic. Uh, but I was going to say that the roller coaster, the Tron one, is is finally a light cycle run is finally opening yeah. at Magic Kingdom. Awesome. <laughs> I, awesome. I've kind of watched the thing get built very, very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I guess that's part of the reason that that game caught my eye again. Just uh, yeah, definitely. You were like you were in Disneyland, like or Disney World. Yeah, you know that, I mean. this <laughs> this direct happened right when I came back, so some of this stuff caught my eye. Um, now something, one of the other, I guess, maybe larger things, um, and I think I'm somewhat doing this in order when I took my notes and and if, if there's something I'm missing, please jump on in or add it in. Um, but they, they did show off some of the Splatoon 3 DLC. Which is available Um, right now for purchase. It's it's live now. Now, The first way. A few minutes ago. (laughs) Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, but yeah, that, that first wave i don't know how i feel exactly like i i, I like splatoon one um and i've good memories of it yeah there's not much um, it's it feels like a case of the switch t-shirt right zelda like early adopters get this skin you know you get a skin for your overworld that's that's all it is <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, maybe, okay, the shops uh, are there. Okay, maybe you can get some of the clothing me, and stuff from the first one. Let me backtrack a no. little bit. Because, now, I don't know if they did this or not, but I see the value of it personally because that's a whole new cast of characters that you can introduce for, you know, playing your table turf. So, you know, more people to play against. And so that expands table turf, potentially. Um, I'm curious to see if they actually did that. But I could see that as a... a unannounced like an indirect expansion to table turf by giving you more people to play against um so that'd be kind of cool if that was the case but i don't know if they actually followed through with that idea but that's what i took took to mean because like that was the only like redeeming thing i could take from it it wasn't just like a glorified skin of your overworld (laughs) kind of just felt like here's the smaller lobby that you used to have but there's there's nothing really else with it and i will say if uh, if you can still go to the terminal that has squid jump, like cool, okay, now you've so got me. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. I miss those little mini games. Yeah, if, if those access like the mini games are accessible there, I will be really excited about that. So you know, there's some things that could make it really cool, but they didn't really announce that or give us any reason to want to get that. So I don't I don't know. Maybe they wanted us to discover that, but it seems like all the shop stuff is the same. Nothing's really new other than new characters to to meet with. Um, I liked that they had um, the sea urchin dude. I can't think of his name, but they had them all grown up, like even more grown up than the past ones. So, right. No, I, 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 um, I think I wouldn't find it so odd if it wasn't considered a wave. You know, if it was just like, yeah. hey, the main DLC is the story thing that's coming, but and mm-hmm. this is just a little extra if you get it, like you know, a little season pass thing or something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. It, it being like a wave, whatever. Um, but but yeah. the next part of it seems to be the the real meat. Anyhow, yeah. Um, we didn't get a whole lot of details, but it looks interesting. Has I a like, very stylistic look to it. Yeah, I like the theme. Um, I'm wondering if we're gonna see the 
the um, the idols from two in that. Uh, yeah. But it's interesting because some people are saying that it looked kind of like Pearl, um, like a younger Pearl or something, maybe or something like that. Like some people were trying to to figure out what was going on in that that trailer just a little bit that they showed. Um, but I do like that they're playing the other side, what it would have been. So they, they gave us a choice at the end of two um, right. on whether it was chaos versus order and chaos one. And so the world yeah. we're playing in currently is chaos, chaos one. But the side order is order um, in theming. And so like you're going to experience that other side, kind of what things would have might have looked like, you know, right. if, we, if order had won. Um, and then they'll probably have a splat fest at the end of that one to to figure out what the next theming is going to be for the next game. But uh, it's kind of cool because we'll have three options that time, <laughs> and maybe even two DLC packs that has two different adventures in those other ones that lost or something. You know, maybe Who knows how well, far that rabbit hole goes. <laughs> so far in Splatoon three, I have played every splat fest again, like I always have, but I haven't won any of them. <laughs> okay. So you know, maybe I, I was Team Chaos though in in Splatoon two. So yeah, you know, represent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my team didn't win this time either. I was dark chocolate, but um, I was dark one. chocolate. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoyed playing that. Um, I didn't play as much as I did past Splatfest, but I've been, you know, keeping with it best I can, keeping up with that, and getting my my snails uh, to upgrade my Anarchy outfits. Um, trying to get max stars on all my Anarchy stuff. So oh, that's be a bitter, lot. But white chocolate is not real chocolate. So. Yeah, but I think they use anyway. cocoa butter in it, so you know there's some element of chocolate to it. But you know, I digress. It's good, but it's not as good. <laughs> I, I, dark I like white chocolate. Like, anyway, growing up, I would prefer that over chocolate, but I started liking dark chocolate recently. So. Okay. Um, I do want to like I don't want to be dismissive of some of these titles, but I do want to highlight a few of them. Like Ghost Trick, I know Chris was a big fan of Ghost Trick and like that on on the the DS era. Um, so it's kind of cool that they're bringing that to the Switch and. Uh, new people can get to experience that that game um it seems kind of like a puzzle type game i don't know if there's necessarily any kind of like music involved but i always think of something like elite beat agents or something like that whenever i think of ghost trick just because i don't know I, I just i don't know if they're in the same era or what but i always kind of attach those two but ghost trick looks really interesting with the puzzles and things that you can do with that um detective work and and uh you know basically ghost investigations um but yeah it's kind of cool idea um i think the one that surprised me the most that they announced um that they showed off was the game um it's called deca police um it, it did remind me of astral chain in some ways um i know that jesse um one of our nos crew members reached out and was like is this part of like the world ends with you world i'm like no it's different different publisher and, and different altogether but i could definitely see that and it was one that like the more i watched the more I'm like hey i think i might actually like this game and that kind of sold me on the idea just by showing the style and everything in that game um, so i'm definitely interested in that one um it, it, it caught my eye for sure and and also like you know i was, I was watching this with draco and, and draco said the same thing like wow i mean i was watching so i thought it was just gonna be another you know, generic anime game, but um, whatever they showed really hooked us. So we, we commented on that. So we're, we're definitely one that we're interested in getting. Um, yeah, I'll say, I mean, you know, kind of how I am with, with some of those, <laughs> with some of the JRPG style and things. But no, I mean, if it's like The World Ends With You, I feel like it, it stands out a little bit differently anyway. It, it's not, and, for and lack of final... better terms, it's not typical, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that, that final, like, I guess nudged to want to get it is they showed you know level five is back you know doing things for yeah for the west and so that's really cool that level five is back and doing games and we have access to those games now now we might see you know yokai watch come back on the switch or something but um some of those level five games like i thought it wasn't going to happen like there's a chance now that we could get dragon quest nine on the switch with all of its you know multiplayer aspects and be able to squad up and, and play um, that would be really cool um, because level five is back, you know, back around, and that's that's now a possibility again. We could get a port of that game, which would be cool. Um, but you know, there was the announcement that they were going to move to Japan only, and we're going to go, you know, in the the world market. And now it sounds like they're 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 slowly introducing games back in this way. They had I think they had like two or three games announced in the direct. Um, so it sounds like they're coming back in a bigger way. 
So that's exciting. Definitely exciting to see. Um, uh, do you have anything to say about uh, Bayonetta Origins? <laughs> I do not. It's not my okay. not my cup of tea. Um, some people are comparing it to there was a game that came out on PlayStation. I want to say called Brothers, where you control two characters at once uh, with the different sticks, and uh, it's similar to that. It's definitely a departure from Bayonetta, like you know, stylistically. And Draco even commented like, "Hey, you know." I have zero interest in Bayonetta, but this game actually looks pretty cool. I might actually want to play that. So that was, that was, I think that was what they were trying to get. It's just a fresh yeah, take on something new, an origin story before she became the Umber, Umber Witch. And so um, it's kind of a cool take, a, a prequel with uh, before she's actually, you know, full powered and has the weird hair stuff going on. <laughs> so... Um, do we really need to say anything about Fire Emblem Engage? Are you into Fire Emblem right now? I have a really uh, it, it, a come-and-go relationship with that series for some sure. reason. It's complicated. I haven't quite figured it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. That's... The 3DS era, it had me, and then it lost me again for some reason. And we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I've got nothing really to say about the Samba de Amigo game that they showed. Um, other than cool, it's coming. You know, Rhythm games are always yeah, welcome things. Right. Uh, there, there's one I think around that time, and you might be getting there. That that I believe they talked about, which they've announced before. Um, that really has my attention for multiple reasons. One, of course, it's a it's a group of characters I've always loved. Um, yeah. Right. It's the, the uh, what is it? It's been on the uh, eShop coming here. soon Mickey for Illusions a long time. Island, I believe it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's been on the eShop yeah. for for like pre-order, or at least it's been sitting there at, at the very end of the coming you know future releases and at a release date and like we knew it's coming but when yeah. and so it's awesome to see that i believe it's mickey and minnie and donald and goofy I, and they all have like different moves and things like that I yes so and it's like, hilarious okay, it's like yeah goofy i think it's done a ketchup or mustard bottle or whatever it's <laughs> hilarious <laughs> yeah that, that's the kind of stuff i like and then I, I think it's made by the same people who made the uh recent battle toads Oh, very cool. Um, I don't like a lot of that game, so I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Um, it's definitely art style is a different take, um, but it's not bad. Um, I, I like that. Yeah, it's it's similar to the more recent Mickey cartoons. Mm -hmm. Like, at first I kind of thought it was that style, but then mm -hmm. it's kind of not. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely um, a different evolution of that, but it's it's very similar. It's that, that yeah, it's definitely, fine. like, that modern take, um, but it, it's changed even more so than that show was. Um, so I guess if you don't have any more on the on the uh, Disney Illusion Island, um, I guess we can go ahead and get into uh, Advanced Wars. Um, they finally yeah, you know, announced it coming out. It's coming out a year later from when it was supposed to, um, but it's kind of cool that they're they're bringing that out. Um, the trailer they showed showed a lot of charm to it, and you know I was worried when they showed it it was going to come across still a bit you know, tainted by war in the real world. But yeah. the way that they showed it, it wasn't really that bad. Um, I didn't feel offended or, like, bothered that they had this. It just, it's really cute and charming, and it looks like a fun, you know, tactical game. I'm not one who's going to want to play that, but definitely cool to see that. Um, you know, we're not starved for tactics games on the Switch. Uh, we've got quite a few. No. Um, and, uh, and I'm really glad that people get to enjoy those. I even hear that uh, there's rumblings of Final Fantasy Tactics uh, being uh, remastered for the Switch, so uh, definitely we're getting some love for those series. Um, yeah, I'm, about I'm as far as I go in is I, uh, Rapids. <laughs> well, you know, I def I'm definitely into that. No, mm -hmm. um, the the Advance Wars, like I didn't play it back in the Game Boy Advance days. I remember it being a thing, but I really mm -hmm. wasn't into that genre at the time. Like, yeah. Me and RPGs in general, or that's a little bit different, but just it's it's a very hit and miss thing. It has to just yeah. hit right for me, <laughs> and I just never gave those a shot. But I mean, at this point, you know, even after playing several Fire Emblem games, I, it's kind of got my attention. I just feel funny, yeah. like I feel like I'm bu been buying a lot of these remakes and re-releases. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we'll see when the timing comes out, and you know, the bunch of I mean, I'm guilty too. Um, a couple weeks ago, I bought the Mega Man. X collection just because it was on sale you know and uh, yeah. I do have some nostalgia for the first couple of games so 
I did purchase that, and I didn't really have time to play it. Oh, and I had other things going on, but I know what it was with Advance War that really caught my eye on this one again yeah. as well. Is I think you can make your own like battlefields and maps. I was like, yeah. oh, that's the kind of thing I like. The only issue I have with it is I'm like, when I've done this before with other games, I'm like, no, no yeah. one, no one, I have no one else to share it with. <laughs> it's like no one wants to play it. So mm-hmm. we'll see where that goes. I might have to rope in some somebody nearby or my wife mm-hmm. and make her play my maps. Well, I know for a fact several people from the Oscar is going to pick up the game. So you'll, you'll have some people, at least from launch, to, to collaborate with. And, and so definitely, definitely up my alley, cause you, you get a ch- chance Maker. to ride that wave. Love Mario Maker. Nobody plays the deck yeah. on levels, you know? Well, I, wish I, could, anyway. I wish I could dust off <laughs> Mario Maker and get into it again. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like the first one so much better. Um, I think it was just the Amiibo thing. Um, and I do miss those costumes. Yeah, I think that was the thing that I, I missed most about the second one. Not to say the second one wasn't bad. Just those are some things I was yeah. looking forward to. Um, I don't know if you have anything tied to Octopath Traveler. Um, I played the demo of the first one. Um, I haven't picked up the second one to play the demo for that one, but I'll probably pass on it unless I hear they all their stories come together and in a you know a meaningful way at the end instead of them just all going their separate ways and no one ever like teams up or joins into the end to get go up against a giant final fantasy boss or something like it's not, <laughs> the, the the other game didn't have that cohesiveness um it was just like you know they cross paths cool and at the end like they didn't really all team up together or anything they never really became part of the story ultimately and party up so I don't know if I'll ever grab it or not, but I do remember playing the demo for the first one. I was like, I actually really mm-hmm. like this. And I, I like the idea of all these different stories and stuff. As long as they weave in together right, I've just never, never ended up grabbing it. So, I mean, we'll see how this one turns out. And if it turns out that you don't have to play through like the first one first, you mm-hmm. might have more of a chance of getting yeah. my attention. Um, I did enjoy a little bit that I played the first one's demo. And I like the um, the Bravely Default style. Um, I'm, the HD 2D didn't really do much for me. Yeah. Um, I'm still not a big fan of 2D RPGs, though I'm getting into Sea of Stars. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Oh yeah. Um, uh-huh. but um, but yeah, that's something like I hear a lot of people say, get into Chrono Trigger, play Chrono Trigger, and I never really got into that one. Right. Um, if they definitely remaster that, I'm gonna be playing it. But you know, I, I decided that Sea of Stars is gonna be my Chrono Trigger. Um, introduction to 2D RPGs is to try to like them again, or to, to get into them. Like you know, I I I say that, and I like Pokemon, and I liked you know Mario and Luigi too. So with partners in time, like I, I liked those. So I definitely don't have any like anything against them. I just the style doesn't capture me like a 3D one would, like Final Fantasy VIII or something. Seven, eight, nine. Um, so I think we can move on from Octopath. Um, you've got, you know, Katamari. Um, I think this has already been released. Yeah, it's a different game. I like it. <laughs> there, there was a Katamari game on the Switch that was GameStop distributed. So you could only get it at GameStop. I think this one might be just a re-release with extra stuff that's available for everywhere, not just GameStop. It looks kind of fun. You yeah, know. um, I don't know if a little weird, but it's fine. I don't know if the first one was like I love Katamari or something, and then they had, I don't know, but the re-roll is new in the title, I think. But then they had the Royal Reverie, which is just a bonus mode or bonus, you know, tack on you. Where you can play as the Galaxy Ruler, or whatever, young young version just, of him, the weird quirky guy. I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, it, it came out. It was very un unnerving to look at for some reason. <laughs> but no, I. <laughs> Yes. I, I think it came out the same week as Smash Brothers or something, or like a week from it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. that's probably not good. I remember thinking that, but I don't know how yeah. well it did. It might have been okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's fun to play. It's more like a mini game for me than anything. Um, so yeah. the next point is Sea of Stars. Um, do you have anything to say about Sea of Stars? Are you interested? Are you, are you curious? I, I, I don't. I think my brain was already so, like, Hmm, maybe Advance Wars. I was like, oh, Octopath. I was already like mm-hmm. struggling with that RPG thing in my head. Sure. <laughs> like, okay, maybe this one's the bottom of that list. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. shove it aside for now. Yeah. <laughs> kind of so overlooked I did, it, honestly. I did back back this one because I heard it was going to be. Uh, it's like a spiritual successor to Chrono Trigger, in a lot of ways. It's inspired. 
um, and they got the composer to do tracks for this game uh, from Chrono Trigger. And so, like, I was like, I'm going to give this one a chance. I'm going to back it on Kickstarter. And so I'm looking forward to, to diving in and experiencing this. Um, and I've heard really good things about the demo. I downloaded the demo today. I haven't played it or put any time into it or anything or launched it, but definitely on my uh, list. I'm excited for that. Um, um, I don't know if we need to really cover Omega Strikers unless something really caught your eye there. Um, it is and then I'm not too list. interested in Etrian Odyssey. Do you have any nostalgia for Etrian? I do not. I mean, I, I vaguely remember seeing the title. That's about all I remember of it. <laughs> you know, from back in the day, anyway. Sure. Uh, so there's a demo that came out for Kirby. Um, you know, really seen in a couple weeks. It feels like a couple weeks, anyway. Um, did you play the demo yet? We did. Yeah, I played it with my daughter. Okay. Some we played around some of the mini games. I, I wish cool. I really want to fight off wanting to buy this again. I'm not. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad game. It's a pretty good game. But it's like I still got it on Wii. And we're prime yeah. remastered is coming out the same month now. It's 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 very hard for me to to justify it, but I know I'd end up liking it with with my daughter this time around and such. I don't so we'll, we'll feel moved to pick up the game. Um, I played the one on Wii. I loved the one on Wii. Um, I wanted to know more, especially about um, the main character or the I guess the the new character they introduced in the game, uh, is it Magalore? Oh, Magalore, yeah, where he's got his own mode now. Yeah, it's basically a prequel story yeah, to find out how he ended up, you know, in Kirby's neck of the woods. Um, and so that I'd be intrigued to do, but I wouldn't want to play through all of it for the, the game on Wii just to play that. And I would have rather had a, a situation where you know, Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, you could play the Bowser's Fury, you know, right away. I would have preferred that, but they decided to lock that behind beating the main story. Um, yeah. So I'm a little less motivated to do that because um, I really want to experience that new story, but I don't necessarily kind of need to play the old one. I'm kind of afraid it's going to be like 20 minutes long. <laughs> That's also something I'm concerned about because, you know, some Kirby games are pretty short. And you know, sometimes I'll just tack on mini games and stuff. So it's just a bunch of collection of mini games in a story mode form, or what? What's going on with that? It seems like an adventure, but how much do they flesh it out? I would. You know, I would definitely. It, you know, truly a a Bowser's mode. Um, you know, like we had for the Mario 3D worlds. Um, are we going to get that Bowser's Fury mode? Is it going to be like that, or is it going to be? And that was still short, granted, but there was good yeah, content. It was. In it. Yeah, it was decent content. It, it was still a little short um, mm-hmm. to be like, this is half the cartridge, you know. It was kind of less than that. But um, yeah, so I mean, we'll, we'll see how that turns out. Maybe we'll see if the reviews end up throwing something out like, oh, wait, wait this is actually really big, or this is huge, or this is yeah. really improved. I mean, it seems very good. It's just like, I still have my Wii hook, U hooked up where easily where I can just, I, I seriously popped in that game like a year or so ago mm-hmm. on the Wii, and it was like, I just played through it. It's like it holds up kind of all right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's worth another sixty dollars right now. Yeah. We'll we'll I'm see sure. where we go with that. I mean, if you got vouchers, you got to spend. Sure, pick it up. But um, <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and get into the online Nintendo Switch Online announcement for Game Boy um, Game Boy Advance. Um, it was a big, huge announcement. You know, it's been rumored for a long time. No one knew if it was going to come, but, you know, everyone was insisting that it was going to, it had to. And uh, so here it was, and it was a shadow drop, essentially. Um, and they gave advance to those people who subscribed, um, you know, to the uh, yeah. the plus, the, you know, expansion pass or pack or, or whatever you want to call it. Then um, you've got your Game Boy games for any anybody who has NSO regular. Um I'm really happy with the titles that they launched with. Um, are you are you pretty good with what they've given us to start out with? I am. It's a, it's a pretty solid bunch. Um, I, I feel like I sound greedy. I just maybe I wish there's just a teeny bit more, or at least if I I wish I felt like they're not gonna just slowly drip feed them like they always do. Because <laughs> um, there's definitely room for a little bit more. There's a lot on the Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to pick from. Um, you know, there's always the looming 
potential of bringing Pokemon games to them and having some kind of trade mechanic where it integrates with Pokemon Home. Um, it's definitely something that could happen, and that's really exciting. And maybe some kind of mechanic where you can also... I'm, I'm pretty sure this is probably why they've delayed stadiums, is they probably have considered doing some kind of connectivity with Stadium for the 64 yeah, app cool. somehow, using Home or some kind of bridge between those and the Game Boy games. Like, there's there's all possibilities there. But we did see a tease of Pokemon uh, with the Pokemon TCG. Um, that also means that we're getting some... We have the potential to get some games that didn't come over to the West, um, like the Pokemon TCG 2. Um, they had a second one that was a really... Apparently, it was a really good game. Um, a lot more fleshed out from the first one. Um, I think it was like a full RPG or something like that. But um, and then you know we've got the potential on advanced to get Mother Three, finally. Yeah. Um, if there we'll was see. some kind of printing printing law or something that was preventing from getting that game, like you know maybe it's it's going to be easier to do with a streaming type thing. Um, we'll see. That's still remain to be seen, but uh, it's definitely a. Uh, a tantalizing uh, idea. Yeah. Um, That's a whole can of worms in itself, I guess. Yeah. And I'd like to see more um, inclusion of the weird games. Like, um, Switch has the light sensor, so you can definitely do Boktai, uh with the, with the sun uh, charging up your sword and everything. Um, and... You've got Rumble already, so you could definitely do Pokemon Pinball. Easy enough. And, yeah, uh, I found it interesting they're doing Kirby Tilt and Tumble, actually. Yeah, that was probably my number one highlight of the Direct. Um, yeah, that's saying something over the other announcement that we're going to get into here in a second. But um, yeah, Kirby Tilt and Tumble was lost to time. It was stuck on the Game Boy. You could play on Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. And that was it. Well, I guess, yeah, yeah, you had a like, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, and you had to tilt the console. And when they switched to Game Boy Advance SP and anything after, the game slot went in the bottom of the system. And so yeah. it didn't work anymore. The, gy the gyrometer didn't work at all. And the gyroscope. Yeah. So you had to basically just leave it behind in the past. I remember upgrading from my Advance to the SP. I was really excited to get my SP. And then I popped in tilt and tumble and there was no way to reverse it or change it or anything i, I lost that and there was a um i want to say they fixed that in the WarioWare game that they had with tilted um but you know yeah, it was they, lost they time that. and now we can bring it back there was a yoshi game that was somewhat similar um i can't remember yeah. the name of it uh but anyway yeah, you, you, you could change about. it from sp mode to advanced mode and things like yeah. that yeah but that wasn't something that was an option back then for Tilt and Temples. So the fact that they're bringing this and it is using the the gyro um, to do that that it's one of my favorite Kirby games. Um, and I remember being excited because it was like a clear pink, like like the atomic purple color, but it was just it was yeah. pink. The cartridge was, and uh, it was so cool. I remember trying to play. It was that was the game that I tried to play in the car while driving. Don't recommend <laughs> because you're actually moving, and so it's impossible to do. But I kept trying to do it. Um, so not only was I trying to do that, but I was also trying to catch the, the streetlights that they passed to play. Yeah. <laughs> so it was right. just a terrible experience, and I was frustrated that I couldn't play that game on the go. But I'm really excited to finally get to play it. And, like, that was a game that, like, I kept getting blows. Like, I couldn't play it in the car, so, like, I, I, I was frustrated that I had to sit, you know, when I wasn't traveling, I couldn't play it. Or when I was traveling, I couldn't play it. And then when I switched my SP, I lost all access to playing the game again. And I was like, well, I can't play this anymore, like. I'm gonna miss this game so much. Now I get to re-experience it, and other people get to as well. And I'm so excited about that. That's like huge nostalgia for me. So um, yeah, it was a cool gimmick, and I like Nintendo's gimmicks a lot. And so we're gonna get to experience that. Um, a lot of people are gonna get to experience that for the first time because it's never been able to be ported outside of the system that it was on the cartridge. So much I do feel like the uh, I, I like a lot of the effort that they have put into this. Um, I feel like the emulation on this works really well. Uh, yeah. I think these look a lot better than like the ones I've got on the the Wii U, for example. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the ones that are on both that I've got, but uh, I feel like a lot of the Game Boy Advance games look sort of dark and things like that on there. But now mm -hmm. I feel like they look a lot clean or just a little better. Uh, Mario and Luigi mm -hmm. is one of them that stood out because I've been playing a lot of that one. 
Yeah. Um, I feel like that looks better. It was a big surprise that they actually added multiplayer. I was like, I, hmm. I, and online and, well, no, not and. I, oh, I guess you could do like your local, you know, same switch in the same, or different switches in the same room. Not yeah. on the same system, unfortunately, but yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean that that would be asking a little much, anyhow, I guess. But <laughs> you know, I was really surprised to see that you, we could do that. I feel like they sort of overlooked those features in a lot of these re-releases or virtual consoles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was great being able to play. I've played Super Circuit online. Yeah, the worst Mario Kart game. <laughs> uh, you know, I, <laughs> I I see the argument. I, I like it. I like it. I have nothing against it. I I like it. I have not played much of it at all. You're probably right. But I like it over 64, so... (laughs) You're you're probably right. But, no, I I just really like that that's actually there. Um, I didn't expect them to add that in. The idea of playing things without a link cable, you don't need the link cable, you can just do it online, is so exciting. Oh, yeah. I don't miss that struggle. Beyond our wildest dreams as kids, like... Yeah. What? No link cable? You could just do it wirelessly. You know, it was it was it was crazy when you could do you know a wireless trade on the fire red and leaf green. So <laughs> these were games like like I just thought I'd never be able to play in multiplayer again. You know, yeah. after that everything's kind of come and gone. Like nobody's walking around with their Game Boy Advance and a yeah. and stuff anymore. And yeah. it's rare enough as it was back in the day. And then now it's like, oh, this is kind of realistic again. It's almost even easier than it was. This is yeah. pretty great. Yeah, it's it makes it, but still leaves a bitter taste in my mouth that they botched uh, Crystal Chronicles so badly with the online connectivity. Yeah. Like you know, because it could have been great and it wasn't. So the way they coded that was not great uh, structure. But we have what we have. So um, so let's get into the big one here. Um, we I mean. Of course, we know Breath of the Wilds, you know, and, and Tears of the Kingdom, like, you know, that hype is riding that hype train. So they showed that. Yeah. But they had a shadow drop before that, before that trailer. So I remember getting super excited about this. Had not Tilt and Tumble been announced, like, it was brought back, like, it spoke to my nostalgia. This game would have really been the one that won it for me. And that's Metroid Prime Shadow Drop, Metroid Prime Remastered. Um, did you pick it up? Um, I'm waiting for the physical copy. Painfully, sure. it's, it's starting to get a little annoying. <laughs> yeah, I I'm definitely double dipping. So digital, I've got the digital loaded. Um, I'm not playing it yet. Um, I want to get it physical as well. Um, you know, so that that way, you know, if Draco wants to play it, that could be done with the physical cart because he tends to play with physical cards more often. Right. Um. So, but yeah, that's just huge, and I'm here. It's just a gorgeous port uh remake um if you will remaster whatever you want to call it it's it's wonderful from what i hear and i'm really excited to get into that and i held off from starting the trilogy um because i knew there was rumors of the trilogy coming or at least metroid prime coming to the switch and uh and here it is that's so exciting and they shadow dropped it like nobody saw that one coming it's so cool that, that they were saying like like four or five years ago it was it was like copyright copyrighted or trademarked or whatever in Germany or something. So it's been on the table for a long time. <laughs> and a bunch of studios helped to, to put this together. And uh, and Jeff Grubb um, is a insider, essentially, um, with a lot of credible um, statements that he makes about Nintendo, said that this game was coming. And uh, he also says that 2 and 3 are getting remade, but he can't say whether it's going to be as much care as put into the first one. But it's kind of cool that we're going to have access to the three leading up to the hype that is, you know, Metroid Prime 4 when we finally do get to play that. Um, so that's it's really cool that they announced that. Um, do you have nostalgia for Metroid Prime? Yeah. So, I mean, not to, I feel like we could do almost a whole episode on this. Yeah. But um, I, I guess I'll say quickly, like back then, it was, it was, I've been a long, lifelong Nintendo fan, but that was like my first Metroid game. Um, awesome. And honestly, I really got lost in it back in the day, <laughs> and I never, I never really beat it. Back then, I didn't. Um, but then, I think it really clicked with me when I got it on the uh, the Wii with that yeah. steel case. I like mm-hmm. you get all three games for like fifty bucks, and the steel mm-hmm. nice steel case and booklet and stuff like that was I, that was a steal. <laughs> but no, I really got into it on the Wii. Um, getting to get 
dig back into it and two and three and i remember mm-hmm. going through and i think a hundred percented like all of them mm-hmm. so yeah it's awesome. it really is it's it's one of those like masterpieces that um I, it's really great to see come back it, it looked great on the gamecube and it looks like one of the few games that i will probably play with headphones in and sound on so yeah i don't, I don't blame you for that that would be nice with headphones yeah, I'm looking forward to that experience uh, when I'm ready to be in that headspace. I haven't been that way. I've been doing light games here or there and, and, and jumping from game to game. Um, yeah. Nothing too dedicated, but once I'm ready to get in that, that headspace, I'm going to be diving into Metroid. Um, yeah, my, my playtime has been a lot of the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. So I know yeah, same, same. It definitely pulled me away from Inscription, so that's saying something. Um, and then... Um, I would say we can finally get into the final one here, which is the trailer for uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, we got to see a whole lot more. Um, I thought what a lot of people thought, um, and I'm sure you probably thought this too, when they saw that cart that was like a big platform, it was like nuts and bolts. Like, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> like, we're does. building stuff like nuts and bolts. <laughs> which I, I don't hate nuts and bolts, but it was still like, oh, okay. <laughs> I saw that, and I was just like, this is... This is exactly what banjo fans are gonna think of. <laughs> yep. Oh, but um, a lot, a lot was shown. Uh, not a lot understand to understand there, but right. a lot was shown right. off. <laughs> not that we can make heads or tails of it, but really cool to see. It's gonna have a darker tone. Not to say that Breath of the Wild didn't have a dark tone, but this one's gonna be pretty dark and serious. Like they even showed that Redeads are confirmed. Which I know that was a lot of people were like, where are these enemies? Like, there, there wasn't a lot of enemy variety. It sounds like they're bringing the enemy variety here with a story mechanic, even. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping to see the Skulltulas, you know, make appearance. You know, we've got Redead, gonna they're confirmed for the game. So like a lot of the bigger, scarier monsters are probably gonna be in there. We need to get um, Dead Hand back. Yes, exactly. Uh, you get freaking out as a kid. Wall and Floor Masters. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, All the no, creepiness. I, mean, I, I love Zelda. Breath of the Wild is another masterpiece, and mm-hmm. I, I hope this one turns out just as great, if not even better. Somehow, I, I feel like some of the land looks exactly the same. So that worries me a little bit, mm-hmm. um, if I was to be honest. And like, it's uh, I've never really had a problem with them adding voice acting to the series for the most yeah. part. Um, yeah. Now, Ganondorf has always been one of my favorite villains. Mm-hmm. Um, but his voice maybe left a little bit to be desired there. It sounded a little uh, campy, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to let that ruin it for me. And I almost wonder if that's, you know, there's always that option, like, has something to do with Demise as well as Ganondorf. You know, there could be something in there. Um, there's talk about the hand that's destroyed on... Link's hand is destroyed and the Master Sword is yeah. damaged. Um, that's the same hand that would have the the Triforce. Um, so they're talking like maybe, you know, Ganondorf stole the Triforce from Link and is using that power to resurrect all the, you know, the enemies. And so he has to get power from um, some other source, whether it's the, the goddesses or something, to to be able to get back the Triforce piece from. Them. There's a lot of theories around that. And then. Um, if you get really deep into Breath of the Wild lore, um, there's talk of an ancient tribe. Um, I cannot remember what they were called. Um, but I was it, a little it, sleep deprived. I could, I could catch you on that. I, it's right on the edge of my tongue. <laughs> it's like, I think they it like ends in AI. Like, are you talking about the Yiga clan? No, not Yiga. No, it it's okay. Zonai or something like that. Oh no no no, the Zon- Yes yes, I think that is it. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm, so I'm there's some, some teasings of the, them being, you know, part of that. And so if you get really deep into the lore, you'll find that. But you have to really dig. It's like one of those rabbit trails you can go on 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 Wikipedia right. or something, you know. Um, but uh, it's be cool to see if that's going to be an actual thing. Um, I don't know how much of that's fan theory and how much that's legitimate, but it's going to be cool if they do cover that storyline and, and, and all of that. Plus, you know, what is what happens with the whole, like, you know, they said that Ganon gave up his reincarnation, but what does that mean? And then he's, you know, it's going to be some really heavy-hitting themes in this game for the lore. Um, and I'm really excited for that, but it's going to have a really dark tone. And um, just overall, 
um, I think there's gonna be a lot more horror elements to it as well, which is is interesting. Um, I just hope it's as big and as exciting as the first one was. Um, it still has that wonder of exploration. Sure. I I um, I, it's it's kind of odd. Like I want to know more because I don't feel like mm-hmm. I know much even now. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I kind of don't. <laughs> like I know I'm gonna buy it, so I'm like I'm almost mm-hmm. cool if they don't show me anything else. And mm-hmm. Please don't spoil things, you know. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Don't want any more spoilers than what we've already gotten from trailers and stuff. Totally. I've never disliked a, a newer Zelda game, like or a three D Zelda game. Mm-hmm. So I'm, 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 I like know I'm gonna like it. Just, just, just let me buy it. You know. <laughs> I mean, I fully expect we're gonna get some announcement of some kind of DLC that you can buy, and they're gonna have a, you know, a direct f- for the game. Um. So. Yeah. We'll see. Um. But it, it's fast approaching. Mm-hmm. Um. I've got time off work set aside for that. It happens that I'm gonna be off, you know, for the weekend when it launches. So I just picked up. Uh, I worked. Picked up another shift, and so I was able to ask for Monday off as well. Uh, so I got an extra day off just to, you know, have some more time to play that game, like, without any interruptions. So. It's going to be awesome. There, There is one thing um, outside of Zelda that we kind mm-hmm. of, that I think we had skimmed over that I, I wrote down <laughs> that I thought was really cool, as simple yeah. as it is, is it, it's a piece of the, the Mario Kart DLC. Oh, um, yeah. First off, I'll say that... <laughs> I don't. I mean, she's fine. She's not like one of my favorite characters. It's neat they're adding Birdo. Watch what you say. Um, <laughs> I don't, I'm, she's, just, she's very. Uh, what's the word? Um, inoffensive to me. She's just. She's, she's fine. She's there. <laughs> Some um, might no, say no, no, no. he. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what? Whatever Birdo is. <laughs> um, I don't mean that rude. It's anyway. Moving on. Um. <laughs> The good thing is they're adding new characters, potentially. So that's mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> and they confirmed now, more characters are on the way. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I would assume that means a lot of returning ones, which is fine, because they're missing I, a lot, like Diddy. Um, I've heard a few people say Rob. They wanted Rob back in. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. If they had a new one, I think EGAD would be awesome. Definitely, yeah. Um, but I'd love to see, like, Tor gets all the cool stuff. Um, I, I'd love to see them like do like a Donkey Kong Jr. look like they do in Tour, where he's like looks like he's still on the Super Nintendo. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah. like that old sprite. Like it's I would like cool. to see something really weird like that. Um, I don't know if I'm sold necessarily on um, on the new characters, or I guess returning characters would be more like it. I don't know if they're gonna bring any like new unannounced characters they've never brought to the series. Right. Um, I don't want it to be Smash Cart just yet. I'd like a dedicated one if they were going to do go, yeah. go into that. But you know they have other franchises with Animal Crossing and and Splatoon and and Zelda crossover, so it wouldn't be out of the question. Um, I would really like if they put love and care into you know bringing Pit in there and have that Palutena like commentary or something, just because be. I love that flavor text in Smash Brothers. So I'd love to see that in a Mario Kart setting. Like yeah. it's silly, I'm, but <laughs> I'm cool with them sticking with the more Mario and and you yeah. know, some of the Donkey Kong characters for Mario Kart. Definitely. It's just me. Um, if they add yeah. another guest, I feel like Kirby is like a really probably the most fitting one. Oh yeah, and it'd definitely be um, Air Ride. <laughs> yeah, unless they just wanted to go really silly with it and like you know make a callback to the '90s and add like Sonic to it just because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. Yeah. But. Uh, no, the most important, or the coolest part, I think, to, to this, outside of the fact that they could be adding some characters, is that Yoshi's Island track. I Brand think new. looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, um, that's a great game anyway, but the style, just the look of that track, like, with stuff in 3D and stuff now from that game, just mm-hmm. looks really, really cool. Yeah. I was a little shame that I didn't recognize it was a new stage. I thought it was just a returning one that I just forgot about or something, but it's kind of cool that, that they're bringing that, you know, representing that game. Yeah. Um. It's surprising that they haven't done it yet. So I'm really happy that they have the at that the table. Yeah. Like give yeah. us more stuff like this. It's like these waves may be getting better as they're going almost. Yeah. So this game this this direct was nostalgia packed. Just so good all around. Like some people are saying it's one of the best ones. Um a couple people are like, Well, they didn't show what I wanted to see, which was like a new Mario game or something. So like you know, it wasn't S tier or something, but right. you know, I think it's uh it's really good. Um, overall, like really solid and 
lots of surprises for me personally. Um, you know, seeing Tilt and Tumble, you know, being dusted off and coming to the front and, you know, definitely Metroid. Absolutely. Um, you know, pretty soon. They haven't announced it yet, but, you know, there's a good chance they're going to bring Zero Mission to advance. So then we'll have, like, all of the 2D Metroids okay. all in one place, which would be pretty cool. Um, sort so, of. Yeah. I almost feel like Samus Returns feels like a new game over two sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Samus Returns is it's two point five D kind of a it's like a zero mission, so you can probably yeah, count yeah, it as a as a a two D. Um, so yeah, you could argue that you know that would be cool if they did bring that, but you know zero mission too, and maybe that's why they haven't announced zero mission because maybe they're keeping the table open for you know something else. Um, maybe like a, a two pack or something that's zero mission and Samus Returns or something, and it's a new way to experience that. Who knows? But um, completely definitely random. really exciting. Maybe an odd place to ask it. Do you know if you can get the fusion suit in prom? I wondered that myself. Um, I haven't seen anyone say that you can. Um, I don't know how you'd go about doing that, though. I'm guessing there'd be there could be some cross communication. Um, if you have a save file on your Switch for Metroid Fusion, when they actually release that, maybe it'll unlock the suit for Prime. Who knows? Or maybe it's just something you can automatically add on. Um, I don't know. Um, I was kind of also hoping low-key that they'd do some kind of expansion or something to add Metroid Prime Pinball. <laughs> Yeah, but. that that would have been a nice little touch in there. Which is actually a pretty yeah. decent pinball game. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But uh, um, yeah. All right. I think that brings us to the end of the episode, guys. Um, I hope you all enjoyed. Uh, you know, it's really awesome to be able to get together and chat about uh, games and latest Nintendo news, and also bring a lot of nostalgia there too. Um, so thank you for joining us this week. Um, we will be back. Um, at another uh, another time, um, I'm not sure if we're going to have another release in February. It's a shorter month, um, but we should have a new one or a couple new ones in March. So I look forward to that, and I hope you all have a great rest of your day, night, evening, and we will catch you next time. Later, Preston. Bye-bye.